I can't even say it now. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Rabbi Zai. Good morning, Rabbi Zai. Why did you have to send me that clip? Why? Why, oh, why? Lilo Nishmasimi Morosi Rusmas Mordechai. Hayoim Arbo Vesrim Yoim Shehem Shlisho Shavuois Ushlisho Yomim Boimer. Or Loimer. Today's share is sponsored by Mordechai Sapaznik, Lezechanishmas Harav Aaron Wertheim. Harav Aaron ben Harav Yosef Zechitak Lebrocho, may he be made as Yosef in the time of and all of Klai Israel. In honor of a Shidduch, for Libya, Ahuva Bas Soro. We had a great start yesterday. Many resumes. Please keep on going. Keep on sending them in. We even had people that volunteered to take my job over. So that was nice. Now I have to find time to meet them and uh, whatever. Give it over. So, Chesed brings Chesed. Dear Abeli, you know, do you know how powerful Yashir is? No, tell me. I live in Golders Green, London, and I recently joined the beginning of Yuma. Here's a guy that, through the chesed of Yossi Klein Muncy, which went to Dove Harris in London, and it kept on going. I saw Dove Harris, what's up status, and I jumped at the chance. He dropped around a free arts world Gemara, and I'm hooked. I'm actually excited to listen to this show every day. Today, during Shia, I heard that someone in Hungary wanted an Arsul Gemara. I messaged Yosef, who somehow got the name and address. I managed to get a Gemara before the shop closed tonight and packaged it, ready to be shipped tomorrow. So here's a guy that got a free Gemara. He's already giving a free Gemara to somebody else. Tarev Nisana Levi Kinston, it's on the way. The tracking number is RY2745. I'm not going to say the rest, because you guys are going to hop it somehow. Say hi to Bianchi Schoenberg. I remember him from Stanford Hill when I was a kid. My father was a partner with him for many years. In Cone Arnold, plug for Dove Harris. Keep up the amazing shirts. Bring Klai's roll. Ba'achdus. Thank you for giving me the wonderful opportunity. Keep them coming. Called Tuv Ari Davis. By the way, I received one from Dove Harris. He says, please tell Avi Factor to get in touch with me. I'll send out this guy, Gemara. And he goes, P.S. Today's shear was one of your best. There was a, a Mardike Vart that I only hopped afterwards, how beautiful it was. I said it like really quickly. I want to repeat it because it's a life changer, really. The Gimel Chamurois, Naftali Ritual helped me out after Shir. He gave me this Gimel Chamurois. You have Avedizara, Gilarais, and Shvichas Damim. They represent the worst of the worst of all three categories of Averis. Avedizara is the worst against HaKadosh Baruch Ben El Namakam. Shvichas Damim is the worst you could do Ben El so the question is, what is Gilead Rice? Most would say, well, it's been Adam Lamakam. Hashem said, don't do that. No. Gilead Rice has been Adam Le'atzmoi. It's like drugs and alcohol, says Naftali. Why is it also to do drugs? It says in the Torah you can't do drugs. It's been Adam Le'atzmoi. You want to ruin yourself? Hashem says, stay away from these illicit relations because it's going to ruin yourself. Forget about me. It's you. It's another way to look at it. Different internet uh, stuff, chveisvas, uh, addictions. It's you. It's, it, it's, it's hurting you. All right, listen to this one. This is interesting. I want to reach out and thank you for giving the daf. Your class has gotten me back on the, on the bandwagon. Your share is both informative and amusing. And although I'm far away currently in New Jersey, I feel like I'm there with you. 
not to beat a dead horse, but the reason people attend, listen to the live stream and don't learn on their own with just Rabbi Art Scroll, my wife who's a Yemenite B'nai Brak, is always telling me that Ashkenazim are cold. The Hasidim say Litvaks are cold. The Yemenites say all Ashkenazim are cold. Perhaps that they can explain, that can explain why some people, like your hate mailer, prefer the cold comfort of a book the warmth, rather than that of the war of the Gishmag Now listen to this. This is very interesting. As a side note, we met about 16 years ago on a Pesach at a hotel where I was working as a Meshgiach. You made me feel part of your family and then invited me to join you at your Seder table. I don't really remember this person, but okay. You also gave me the suggestion, I look into Rutgers Law School, which is where your sister went. So yesterday I mentioned my sister and I gave him that suggestion to go. Guess what happened? I did apply and ultimately attended and graduated from Rutgers Law School. Thank you for letting me know 16 years later. Shalom Aleichem. I suggested it to him and now he tells me, but I really appreciate it. Maybe it's a good, well, maybe Chaim Kivalevitz is already married, probably married. I look forward to being able to attend your shir in person. We hope to be returning to our Yisrael next year. Many thanks, Chaim Kivalevitz. Pasnach, we have more. This is a long one. Ooh, this one I can't read today. So I'll just say this. this here's one. So Shlomi Rosenberg, this, the title of the email is Loma Nigora. Why should we miss out? Just because we are temporary in the Chutzlarts and have to work during your evening, there's no reason to deny us the Chazor of Yedidia. So you ask somebody to at least please stream the zoo on YouTube or just do a YouTube broadcast so we can all benefit. Remember, we are many times more people who time shift than those who attend live. Lamanigara, Shlaimi. So last night, uh, Rabbi Didi Kramer, my Chavrusa, he gave a, another wonderful Chazar here. He does like three, four daft between Milcha and Mayev. It's really quick. Lailam really enjoys it. So there's 20 people here live and 33 on Zoom. So, and that was just the third day. So if anybody wants to join, maybe we'll put it on YouTube. I don't know. We have to ask the boss. No? Gershon says, no. Yeah, that's fine. They don't care. It's Chazara. Yeah. 12.15 in the afternoon in New York. Okay, that's live. But he's talking about doing other things, like uh, watching later on YouTube. The truth is, if he only does one, it could last the whole year. Because he's doing the same thing over and over. He's doing the same three, four, five. Okay, fine. I don't do anything. I'm not in charge of this amount. It changes, constantly changes. All right, Rabbi Isai, here we go. We're holding Daf Tesam the base. Today is Daf Yud. It's a tremendous number, 10. We didn't really do 10 Daf, 9 Daf, but it's a big number. We just started. So, Rishlakish, remember, you're swimming in the Jordan River and. Shaila's what happened exactly? Rabbi Bachana grabbed his hand, and the Gemara says, he tells him why. No, it doesn't say that. He gave him his hand. So, Rishlakish tells him, You guys are bad guys. You, Bavliim, you didn't come, you didn't make Aliyah to Israel. So, Rishlakish bumps into Rabbi Yochanan. It's not true. It's not true what you're saying, that if Klai Yisrael would have made a, a mass, Aliyah Tarech Yisrael, back in the day, then the Shekhinah would have been the Beis HaMikdash. 
Even if everybody came up there to stroll in the time of Ezra, it's not true. There wouldn't be a Shekhinah on the second base of Migdash. Yaft is a lotion of Yoifi, of beauty. Kishbaruch gave beauty. Noyach is saying in the Bracha. Kishbaruch should give the beauty. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. Kishbaruch gave the beauty to Yafes. Biyishkoim Baalei Shein. So, Rebbechen Darshan. Afagav the Yaft Elikim Liyafes. Even though Kishbaruch gave the beauty to Yafes, which is the Parsim, which are the Persians. So, Akash Baruch as the Gemara is going to describe, Akash Baruch gave the schos to the Persians to build the Beis HaMikdash. Nevertheless, Eina Shechina Shoira, Ela Baali Shem. But the continuation is, there will only be a Shechina in the oil in the Beis HaMikdash that was built by Shem, which is Shlema Melech, which is the Bayis Rishon, not in Bayis Sheni. So don't worry about it. It's Xerah. Even if all of Klai Yisrael would have gone up, Bimei Ezra, there wouldn't have been, there wouldn't have been now, once he mentions Yefes and the idea of Paras, the Persians, the Iranians, so we have an entire Amud, basically, discussing different names and geography, Jewish geography, or regular geography. You would think that somebody like myself, who lived in at least 20 different cities and places, if not more, I misplaced, I, I drew or had a thing made, like a globe, and all the different places that I lived in with lines, and uh, you'll see it on Meaningful People based on one day. I was going to bring it this year just to show the unbelievable amount of places that I lived and how my parents traveled, three aliyot, everything. But I'm not familiar even with one of these places, and you could help me out with the pronunciations. <laughs> how do we know that the Persians... Originate from Yefes. Shem, Chom, and Yefes. The three sons of Noach. Yefes are the Persians. Goimer, What's the Siros? So the Gemara says Siros at the end means Paras. But until we get there, Goimer, Ze, the Vilna Goyen is Goyer, Germania, Germany. So this was taken from the art school. Of course, we have permission to use their pictures, especially now. Biggest customer. Yeah. Germania, right up here. So the Vilna Goyen says that from the three sons, Cham went down to Africa. Yefes was in Europe. And Shem is in Asia. That's what he says. Something like that. So, Goimer ze Germania. Mogog zu Kandia. Not so much Canada, but as Crete. Right over here, this blue guy, Crete. We're just going, the article himself says that they're not even sure 100%, but we're going to go with the, what seems to be true. Not everything has a, a pure Messiah. Uh, whatever makes the most sense. And obviously, in each one, there's going to be Machlaikis, what it really means. Maybe it's up here, maybe it's down here, but. We're going, we're going with what the art scroll is saying. Modai Kimashmoi. This is a different gear series. It could be Goris. Modai is Macedonia, is Macedonia, or Modai is Kimashmoi. So over here, Kimashmoi means right over here. Media, right here. Now, Medea, how, how would you say it? I don't know. Media. 
the media, the terrible media. Or Yavan Zu Makedonia. And that would be over here. Right up, right on top of Macedonia, right on top of Greece over here, which is part of it. What? Alexander Macdon. Right. Okay. Yavan Kimashmoi. So if you're talking about Greece, Greece is Shutukimashmoi, as it sounds, right over here. Tuval Zebeis Unyaki, which is Bithynia. Okay, right here's Turkey, right here, so adjacent to Turkey, right north of Turkey. Okay, Meshech Zu Musia, which is right over here, Messia in green. Tiros. So Musia is, I believe, Antiochus sent from Musia 22,000 soldiers to, to go fight the Hashmonoim. Tiras, Pligiba, Rebbe Simoy, Verabonon. Varmilo, Rebbe Simon, Verabonon. Chadamar, Zu, Beis, Taryaki. This is, where is it? Right over here, Thrace. Is that how you pronounce it? Well, it looks like it's west, but okay. He says north. This is Persia. This is Iran. Right over here. It's, it's very, it's pretty far. Big Machloik is here. So Persia right here. Ahmadinejad. Tony Rav Yosef. Tiras Zu Paras. So again, since it says Bnei Yafes, if you go to the third line from the top, Bnei Yafes, Goimer, Magog, Magog, Yavan, Tuvo, Meshach, Tiras, and Tiras is Paras. So you see that the Persians come from Yefes. These are the sons of Yefes. Tiras zu paras. Now, it says in the Pasuk, Safta virama visaftacha. So Rashi points out that Safta visaftacha seem to sound the same. The, it seems almost the, it's almost the same word. So in fact, they are the same, in a way. Sakiston gaviyasa. There, there's a city within a city. There's the inner city, Sakistan, Bisaktisan Bariyasa, and there's the outer one. Between the inner one and the outer one, there's a, the 300, let's say, miles, let's just call it 300 miles. Alpha And the total circumference of the outer one is a, is, is a thousand parsa, which is, let's say, 3,000 miles in the circumference. Not huge, but okay. Bavel Kimashma. So Bavel is like Iraq, but Iraq has, it's like New York, New York. There's a city called New York within New York. So over here you see this Bavel, the city of Bavel within Bavel. Erech Zu Erechus. I don't know if we have it. Uh, down here, Erech, red line, down here. Kitzer, you have the, the Tigris and the Euphrates, the, the two rivers, and that makes up, and here's Mosul on top, next to Nineveh, that's Bavel. Bashkar, Nufar Great. Ashur. So it says that Ashur didn't want to have anything to do with Nimrod rebelling against the Kodesh he left. I'm out of here. So he got, he got a, a rewarded later on, 
and he was a son of shame. Tony Rabbi Yosef, Ashur Zeh Silak. So that's the, the, the article says Ashur is what we call Assyria. I don't know if it's on here. Yeah? They were over here. Okay, very good. So Ninveh says Noam was able to do tshuva because Ashur left early. Vayivin es Ninveh, talking about Ninveh. Ninveh That's from, everybody knows Ninveh from Yaina. They did tshuva. Rechoi v'isir zu peras de meishan. Kalach zu peras de bursif. Bursif is a lashon of burim. There were a bunch of amaratzim over there. Which would be right over here, I think, yeah? What is it called? Bursipa, I think, right here. Ninveh is, it didn't print, unfortunately, but it does say Ninveh, the bottom half of Ninveh, right here, right next to Mosul, which we know in Iraq, in current day Mosul, I think. It's like next to Mosul. Vesresen ben Ninveh uben Kalach, hi ha'ir hagdoila. So it says in the Pasuk, I actually have the Pasuk, the only Pasuk I printed today, Vesresen ben Ninveh, because we're going to need the Pasuk in a minute. Vesresen ben Ninveh uben Kalach, hi ha'ir hagdoila. So if we stop right now to, to, to guess, if you read the Pasuk, Vesresen ben Ninveh uben Kalach, this Resen is in between Ninveh and Kalach, hi ha'ir hagdoila. What is the ir hagdoila? How do we understand it? Resen? It's for sure not kolach. That's for sure. Because, oh, but how do you read it? How do you know that? When you read the Pasuk, I'm saying without peeking in the Gemara, it, it, like he said, resen, it sounds like resen is in between these two, and it is the irak doyla. It's for sure not kolach, because it would say, ubein kolach ho irak doyla. He is referring to something before either resen or ninveh. That's the discussion in the Gemara in a second. Huh? That's later on. Yeah, that's a good ride to it. But in this pasuk, which in English I think is tesafin, which is, do I have it here? Should, no? Maybe not. Okay. Tesafin, I don't think you pronounce the C. Says the Gemara, I don't know which one you're referring to. When it says in the Pasuk, is it Resen or Ninveh? Oh, somewhere else. They're in Pasuk. It already tells us the Ninveh is the, the, the great city. Over there, in Hebron. Nobody wanted to go there. They're all scared besides Kali. And there were giants there. Yelide Yohanok. Who? Achimon, Sheishai, Vitalmai, the giants. Tana. Achimon, Miyuman, Shabachim. He was the right hand brother. In other words, he was the, the strongest one out of the brothers. Sheishai. Shemesim is Aretz, Kishchisois. It's like, I never watched cartoons, Chasim but in the cartoons, you know, the, those giants, when they walk, they go, boom, and the whole earth shatters, and boom. And you, they have the imprint in the ground. You know what I'm talking about? Picture that. That's what it is. Every time he takes a step, he destroys the ground beneath him. He makes the ground, when he walks, he just makes it look like it's just plowed. 
They take out the Dover Acher, because, you know, a pig is something you don't want to talk about. Achimon bono anos. Now, the Gros says that the Dover Acher doesn't fit here, that the, everybody says it, the Gros, the Bach. It's not another answer. It's another, it's another topic. Achimon bono anos. Sheishai bono alush. It's not a raya, it's not an answer, just a fact. Achimon built anos. Sheishai bono alush. Talmai bono talbush. Yaakov. What did Sheishai build? Without looking inside. Close. Alush. Very good. Very, he's paying attention. Yelidio anok. Yes, this is a fair. In, in Zichru test, you're going to ask that question. That's one of the... The one thing that you're not going to prepare, that's the thing that they're going to ask. <laughs> Where is the Dover Acher? Yeshua wants to know. It's in a garbage can in New York somewhere. If anybody's wondering, as a gift for being Messiah, Mesechtes, Psachim, Yeshua Aaron Price bought me a stuffed pig. Maisa Shahaya. And he presented to me through a shliach, this large, a pig. He figured if I have a stuffed goat that represents the carbon Pesach, I most likely would want a Dover Acher, a P-I-G. And he's very annoyed that I tossed it into the garbage can during the seum. Wow, what a seum. All right, Yelid Yanok. Somebody just asked me, who just asked me last night, from all the gifts that you received from the Chevro, what is your favorite gift? Oh yeah, I know, it was my son's chavruza. I should have told Dava Acher. <laughs> You're the best, Yeshua, the best. Tami Bonet Albush, Yelidio Anok, these giants, Shemanikin Hachamo Bekoimosan. Manikin is a lotion of a necklace. They were so tall that it looked like their heads went right through the sky and that the sun was a necklace to them. That's how tall they were. Orev Shuban Levi, Omar Rebbe. Who says this? We have to remember. Rebbe is going to say the following. Rebbe, the author of the Mishnah. Rebbe. Rabbeinu HaKadosh. And I'm saying this on purpose. It's going to be that Roim, which is Esav, is going to fall to the Persians. I mean, today we could start maybe visualizing it. They're getting uh, nuclear weapons, a little between... Uh, I don't know if it's Italy so much, but that that Esav, that Edom. Okay, Shinemar, Lochain Shimu Atzas Hashem Ashiyatz Edom, which is Esav, Umachshavoisav Ashachoshav Yoshvi Teiman Im Lo Yischovum Tziiri Atzoin. So Tziiri Atzoin, the Gemara wants to understand, means Paras, the Persians. They're going to devastate them. They're the dwelling, the vein, the dwelling. So what's Rabbi Barula asking? He's asking on Rebbe, who told you that Rome is going to fall to the Persians? Who told you that it means Paras? Maybe it means Greece. Says the He said over this question. A person who doesn't know how to say simple pshat and pasuk, Moisif to the Rebbe, has the chutzpah to ask a question on Rebbe. The youngest of the sons of Yefes. 
He's asking, oh, it says tzoyin. It says a flock. It says sheep. It says sheep over here. So maybe grease means sheep. No. Sirah tzoyin means the youngest of the, of the flock. What's the youngest? Of the sons of Yefes. That's how it fits in. And Mimela, that's why Revesif said, Tiros, the Paras, as we said before, that Tiros is the Persians and they are the descendants of Yefes. Omar Rabbi Babachan, Omar Rabbi Yechanan, Mishum Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Loi. Asid Roimi Yishitipo Biyad Paras. Oh, we know that Rome is going to fall to the Persians, Kavachoymer. Who built the first bias? Shloim HaMelech. The sons of Shem. And who destroyed it? The Kazdim. Bavel. What happened at the end? As Rashi says, Balshetzer fell to Daryavish. So the Parsim at the end took over. So again, you have Klaisro built it. It fell to Bavel, but eventually... Bavel fell to the Persians. So in Mela, the Kavachoymer is, Migdashen Yishibino Parsim. So if Paras, Paras, they, they beat everybody at the end, Abayi's Rishon. So Migdashen Yishibino Parsim, Virchivu Roimim. So if they built the base of Migdash, forget about coming all the way at the end, they built it, and then the Romans came and destroyed it, and it didn't Shibu Roimim, Biyat Parsim, then of course, the Persians should come out on top of the Romans. Because you see, they came out on top in the Bayes Rishon. They're the ones that came out on top even though they didn't build the Bayes. So certainly when they build the Bayes, they should have the Schuss, they should come out on top. Can't let the Romans. I know, it's interesting, Kav O'Chaimer. So Rav comes along and says, no, the opposite. It's the Persians that are going to fall to Edoim. I know what you're thinking, the Germans and the, the, and the Iranians and I don't know, we don't know who Rome is. Omrulei Rav Kahanarav Ravatsin Rav Benoi Biad Satari, what? Those who build, they built the base Hamikdash, the Persians, they're going to fall to the ones that destroy the base Hamikdash. Omrulei In. Don't use your common sense and logic, that's not how it works. Xeras, Melechi, Baruch has his ways and his reasons. Yes, they built it. But they're going to be defeated by the ones that destroyed the base of the Romans. These Persians, they deserve to be defeated. You know why? Because they, they kept on destroying our shoals in Persia, in Iran, in Babel. So Mamela, they deserve it. You're right, they built the base on Migdosh, but on the other hand, they also destroyed the shoals. We have another Brisa that says just like that, that the Persians are going to fall to the Romans. Why? Because number one, they destroyed shoals. Yes, it doesn't make sense to you, but there's a reason why the builders are going to fall to the destroyers. Right, there's another lush like that. I just realized now. Okay. The Ben Yada says over here, very interesting. He says two pshatim. One of them is that since Yaakov and Esav made a deal between themselves, 
And Yaakov says, I get Oilam Haba, you take Oilam Hazeh. But Esav Arosha never enjoyed his Oilam Hazeh. He never got a chance to actually benefit from it. So in Mela, we have to pay him back. Las Lavai, and give him at least nine months, like the, 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 the pregnancy of a woman. Nine months, give him nine months, and that will be Yaitza. Shenema Elochein Yitneim at Esileida Yolda. Yolada, v'yeser echav, yeshuvan al-b'nei Yisrael. So that's the end of the geography. And now Rabbi Isai, we're jumping into a brand new sugya of mezuzah. A lot of halacha l'maises in hilchas mezuzah. Says the Gemara, Tana Rabbanu Kala, shachay shayu b'amikdash lehoyu le mezuzah. There's no mezuzah in the base of mezuzah. Chutz, melishkaz parhedrin. Besides the one room that the Kain Gadol was kept there for seven days, since this is the living quarters of the Kohen Gadol, so it requires a mezuzah. Weren't there other guest rooms over there in the Beis Hamidosh where the guards, the night guards, they slept there? There's no mezuzah. The reason why Elishkas Parhedrin has a mezuzah, the Gemara is going to describe, and Rashi gives us a sneak peek that. We don't want people to think that, it's, that the Kaingada was forced into this room and it's like a jail. So the show is not a jail, we put up a mezuzah. It's a nice room. He, he chose to be there. He wants to be there. By time of the Rabbi Yehuda, why does Rabbi Yehuda say that there's no mezuzah? Omar, Kusov, Rabbi Yehuda, kol bayis. It says in the Pasuk, it has to be a house. A house that's only for the summer, a bungalow, only for the summer, a summer house, a winter house, that's not a house. It has to be a 365 house. Otherwise, it's not considered a house. Aye, it's a summer home, but it's a summer house. The Gemara is going to say it's called a summer home, not a home. It's a summer home. In fact, there are some that say that in the bungalow colony, you don't need a mezuzah. It's only for the summer. Ramosha Feinstein Paskins. And you know the famous picture of Moshe Feinstein in the bungalow. He's, he loved the bungalow. He says, you need a mezuzah, but there is a difference. He says that whereas if you're going to live in a, you rent, if you rent a, a bungalow, you have to put a mezuzah, yeah. Moshe Paskins. But typically, if you rent, you have to live there for 30 days. But you can put up a mezuzah on the first day. He says, in the bungalow, don't put it up on the first day because you don't know if you're going to stay. You might not stick around. You have a nice house up in the city. Down in the city, you might want to go back to the city. So wait 30 days, then put it on. I thought it was fascinating. Some people, you live in a bungalow colony? No, don't put up a mezuzah. It's a summer home. You don't put it up. That's some people say. It says mafurish. This is a summer home. It's called a bayis. Beis hakayitz. So it should require mezuzah. It's not called a house. It's not called a house. It's called a summer home. A summer home, a winter home, is not a home. Interesting Shiloh. Listen to the Shiloh I saw. Um, the Gvurus Hari, I think, asked the Shiloh. In the Beis Hamikdash, where the Kohen Gadol only lives for seven days, let's start from this. If a guy has... A timeshare, maybe an Eretz Yisrael, a timeshare. He only goes, he could only use it one week a year. Seven days. You have to live there for 30 days. That's not lacha, 30 days. You need 30 days. He could only live there seven days. 
Chutzlars, you're right. 30 days Chutzlars, very good, Mr. Feder. Chutzlars, 30 days in Israel right away. But that's, that's renting. He owns it now. But he's only there seven days a week, a year. So, so I forgot. The Dover Misharim, I think, says. Very interesting. You see from here, the Kain Gadol also only lived it for seven days. And he's Chayev. Why? Because it accumulates. Every year, seven days. So eventually you get to 30, 30 days. So that's what he wants to tie now. So Mela, so too, in a timeshare. <coughs> if so, how come? What? What do you mean? There was always a the history show. You mean, how could you put up a mezuzah? It's also, you mean? After four years, he put it up. Good. So what about the, we said that the guy that, that's in charge of the Paraduma in Beis Habira, there's no mezuzah there, but it, it adds up seven years to this guy times nine. It should be enough, enough, enough days for mezuzah. So I think for that they say that it doesn't really accumulate like that. It has to be year after year. The paradigm, you don't know when it's going to happen, similar to what Hillel is saying. It could, be, it could go forever. You don't need another. Because Baruch gives us another paradigm, we do it. It could be 50 years in between, 100 years in between. There's only nine in history. But over here, next year, he's going to come for another seven days. Next year, another seven days. Like a time. That's what they want us to type. Okay. Hmm? Okay, but that's, uh, the, that's another thing that we're going to get into. Hotels, jails. Let's see. So there's halacha. It says, this is a, a big halacha in Shas, that in order to be chayiv in Trumas and Maestras, you have to bring the Truma Maestras that I printed, I don't know, into, oh, here, into the house. I lied. I did print another puzzle. In order to be chayiv in Trumas and Maestras, you have to bring it into the Pnei Abayis. Through the front door, even if you put it through the skylight, you potter, it has to be a house. So what about if you bring your produce into a sukkah? Are you chayven trumas and maestras or not? Is that considered a house? So it says, sukkah hachag b'chag. If you have a sukkah and you brought the, the produce into the sukkah, on sukkahs, b'chag, on sukkahs. Rabbi Yehuda, who says this? Rabbi Yehuda, who second ago said that in the Beis Hamikdash you don't need a mezuzah, why? Because it's not a bias. It's only a bias for the summer. It's only a bias for seven days in the year. And a bias for the summer is not a house. All of a sudden, when it comes to a sukkah, which we also only use for seven days in the year, Rabbi Yudha Mechaev. How's that possible? Rabbi Yudha says, Yechaev and Trumas and Maestras, that's considered a house. So that's, that's the Gemara is going to go into that. That what? What are you saying? The other rabbi, other rabbi, sukkah not allowed to be. It's not allowed to be. Has to be dear sarai for sukkah. No, sukkah. Oh, now I'm stam messy. Review the mechayiv hacham poitrim v'tani Allah. Review the mechayiv be'eruv u'be'mezuzah u'be'maiser. So because that guy said somebody wrote an email, did I read it? I don't remember. That he's doing eruvin. Oh, yeah, I think I read it. In eruvin, we had seven hundred pictures in the mesechta. Seven hundred that we showed. This is, Stam, I pulled one out. Here's a bunch of houses in a courtyard. These houses right over here, they require mezuzah in order to, uh, Eruv in order to use the courtyard. So here's a nice, this is like a hut, like a sukkah. So Rabbi Huda says, if you put a sukkah in the, the sharing the same courtyard as the rest of the homes, here are the homes, here's the sukkah, let's call this a sukkah. Don't read over here, that says Beis Sukkah. 
So you'd be chayiv in Eruv for your sukkah. Unbelievable. Your sukkah, which is a dirasara, is chayiv in Eruv. And a mezuzah, you have to put. Mezuzah. I saw another beautiful shayla. Interesting shaylas. I was in a house in Muncie, it was for sale. You push a button, and they have it in different places. You push a button, the whole kitchen becomes a sukkah. Beautiful, glass disappeared. You probably spent like $300,000 just on the, on the ceiling of the sukkah. It's a crazy thing. So the, it became a sukkah, and it doesn't require mezuzah. And then you put the glass back, and then it does require mezuzah. Is it, is it, is it considered a tasav asui? You just created a ceiling on top of a place that didn't require mezuzah, and you just made, and the mezuzah was there before it had a ceiling. It's interesting, Shaila. says, yeah, you're chayev. Okay. So over here you have, according to your beauty, chayev and a eruv, and a mezuzah, meiser, it's considered a house. So you bring produce and you chayev and mezuzah. in the Rabbanon. You say, okay, you know what? Rebut only said he chayev and mezuzah in the Rabbanon. All these things, the Rabbana. Bishleim Eruv, Mezuzah, Ikilamim, the Rabbana. Okay, you want to be Machmer, great. It's not a big, it's not unfair to put a cloth that has the Shem and the Shema Yisrael on a door, you're not Chayv. So now, you want to be Machmer, be Machmer. Elamaiser, Mikin, Lameimar, Midrabbana. How could you say Maiser, Midrabbana? So we're turning to the Yudom and Bey, sponsored by Yaakov Badr and Stephen Sokolo. Schus Shidduch for Dino Tamar, Bas, Esther Rivka, and Schus Shidduch for Saralino, Bas, Godaleya. And for Rachel, Basavrom, Tzvi. Vilma, as the Gemara, you can't be machmer in Meisrus. Why? Because if you're going to take the Meisr from the Sukkah and use it on the Meisr in your real house, you aren't Yaitza. If, if, if it doesn't require to take Meisr from your Sukkah, and you're going to be machmer, be a big tzaddik and take Meisr, so what if you decide, okay, I'm going to take from the pile of fruit over here, and I'm going to be mighty my fruit in my house and say, I don't need to take mice from my fruit in my house because I'm already taking from my fruit in the sukkah. If I have two homes right next to each other, I could take 10 apples from here and say, it should be miser for, for my whole pile of fruit in my other home. So if I take from my sukkah and use it for my home, it's not going to work because my sukkah is potter for miser. You tell me it should be a chiyo of a miser, but it's potter. So the, the miser won't work and I'm going to eat tevel. And maybe you'll reverse it. You'll take from the house and do it on that. Kids, it doesn't work. It's not going to be real miser. Everybody agrees that if you're going to be in a place for seven days, like in the Beisam English, like in the Sukkah, you chayv in a mezuzah. That's now. Do you need to leave that mezuzah on the Lishkas Parhedrin the entire year because you might come to forget? So then why does the Rebuda say there is a mezuzah in Lishkas Parhedrin? Because, says Rashi, so people shouldn't say that it's a jail. It's not a jail cell. That's why someone at Taina, based on this Gemara, does a jail cell need a mezuzah? You think, absolutely not. It's not my, I'm just a guest there. But you, you live there. Unfortunately, people live in jails for years. Jonathan Pollard, did he need a mezuzah in a jail cell? In the same, he's in the same spot. Some say yes, but some want to prove from this Gemara because it says, put a mezuzah on so they don't say it's a jail. In other words, a jail doesn't need a mezuzah. But a, a, a hotel, let's say, if you're going to be there for more than 30 days, you'd be chayiv in a mezuzah. 
It says mafurish that a sukkah on sukkahs is part of a mezuzah according to Rabbanon. You just told me according to everybody, if you're there for seven days, you're chayiv. We just read that only according to review the Yechayv, according to Rabbanon, you're potter in a sukkah. Hello, Marava, let's change it around a little bit. According to everybody during the year, you are potter. Do you need sukkah time l'chod? Bilishka time l'chod. So, but the, the different, different, different reasons, different things. A sukkah is seven days, and the lishka is parhedrin seven days, but there's different things going on. Sukkah time l'chod. Rebid of the time, he does sukkah diras kevabina. A sukkah he holds could be lamalo me'esrim ama. One of the most kishmak and mesechtes and shas, right? Sukkah, everybody loves sukkah. Prepare. I'm going to tell you a line. Prepare 2,000 gemaras, Rebid. If for you, my 650, sukkah, well, at least 1,000, right? And by the way, we're going to finish Bezer Hashem sukkah before sukkahs. Before Rosh Hashanah even, we're finishing sukkah. But it's a great way to go into finish Yuma before Yom Kippur and finish sukkah before sukkah. It's going to be unbelievable. All right. But anyways, in that famous Masechta, we know the first Mishnah, could you make a sukkah above 20 Amah? Rebuda says you could. Meaning he says that a, a sukkah could be keva. Maybe even to the point where it should be keva. Sukkah, dearest keva bina. That's why, since the, the sukkah has to be permanent, so that's why it's chayav mezuzah. Rabbanon tamayid, armi sukkah dearest arabina. Rabbanon say no, fakir. Same in dearest keva, and go into dearest ara, it has to be a temporary house. But how come in the lishkas parhedrin is a mezuzah? Rabbanon say, dira bal karchosh madira. So he forced this guy in a little bit. It's like uh, similar to Bidud, let's say. You know, you're here, you don't really want to be here. So it's a Dira Balkarcha. The Kayin Godel, he probably he most likely prefers to be at home in his own bed, but he's here, all the Kayana running around, driving crazy. It's Balkarcha. But it's considered a Dira, it requires an Azizah. Review the Savar, Dira Balkarcha, Loi Shma Dira. If you're forced to go there, it's not a Dira. Let me ask you a very interesting shayla. Is a sukkah a dira balkarcha? Hashem said you must sleep in the sukkah. You must be in the sukkah. Obviously, it's not a balkarcha. Why not? The Kongal has to be in the Lishkas Baradin. It doesn't have to. Hashem said, go to Lishkas Baradin. So, sukkah also, Hashem said, be in a sukkah. What's the answer? What's an afkimina? Gishmak and afkimina, Raboisai. You don't have to be in a. Oh, what are you saying? Oh, oh, Nachman is saying very good. What? Anybody else? Mm, no, 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 no. What? Istanis doesn't have to be a sukkah, so the Kangal also, he can leave. He said, I don't want to be a Kangal. What? Oh. So between you and Nachman, you have both, both shratim. Laibi says his whole family could come in with him. We're in Lishka Sparhajan, he's all by himself. And also the fact that in a sukkah, you could, go, you could go outside. Nobody's limiting you to this room. But the Kangal is stuck in this room. That's about Karcha. Yeah. Chachamim said that you put up a, a mezuzah so that it looks more like a, a home and that he, we didn't force him to be in this room. What about a sick person in the hospital? Does he need a mezuzah? So Rabbi Yashif says the hospital room is built for Goyim as well. For non-Jews, it's like a shutfus, it's a it's a community room. It's not just for him. So you potter, Raboisai, have a wonderful day.
אדוני נשמע בכללי, 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 אדוני Watch the pig. If I would have 